This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're jumping in and listening to the program here. We're super excited. I'm Pastor David, and I'm going to be hosting the program today, Morning Breath. And if you're new totally to the program, what we do is this, is we record, we come down to our marital location, and we record a chapter of the Bible, which we've read the night before, we read the morning of, and then myself and usually Pastor Dan come in, we talk about whatever God breathed on our hearts. So if you're kind of thrown off by the name of the program, Morning Breath, Actually, if you if you go to the Hebrew translation for the word spirit, it also goes over to the word breath. So we thought it would be kind of a fun correlation to say morning breath, like God breathed. Um, and we're able to tie those in together to what God is doing in our hearts uh, this morning and last night. So I'm super excited. I get to be here with a good buddy of mine, Pastor Christian Hurston. He uh, he leads so many things at our church. He's crushing it with the Vieira youth. Uh, they meet at Vieira High School Sunday nights. Man, you want to talk a bit about that, Pastor Christian? Yeah, I'd Christian? love to, man. We're having a great time at Vieira. So my wife and I get the privilege of leading the TNT Vieira down there, 7th through 12th grade. We meet at Vieira High School every Sunday night from 6 to 8. And we actually just had an incredible one-year anniversary to our grand opening at the high school and a Halloween party, which is incredible. This is just last Sunday, and it was super fun turnout with the kids. And, you know, teenagers really just want to have connection and belong. We, we preach the Word of God. We worship. We have a spiritual encounter, but we want the kids to make relationships and have connection. And we do a great job with that, as well as with the intern program. Yeah, them just say. Learning leadership growing, serving someone else. And it's a it's counterintuitive to our culture of them just focusing on themselves so much is they're serving someone else. They're making church happen. And really, we're raising up a group of world changers. It's awesome. Dude, it is so cool to see that. If you guys don't know, our Vieira location right now is currently meeting in Vieira High School, and it's what we call a portable location. And if you go there, which I highly encourage if you don't have a home church, go check it out. They got services at uh, 9.15 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. But when you go, it's going to blow your mind because you're going to see, you know, moms, dads, grandparents, and the teens all helping and working together yeah. to put to put church on. And it is so inspiring. Is we cool. absolutely love the VR location. We got a bunch of other stuff going on here. We um, uh, at East Coast overall, kind of like globally, we have a family fun night happening on October 31st. That's a really cool event where we have a bunch of games and candy for the kids. We want to encourage everybody, bring your family out to the uh, Merritt Island location on October 31st. It's from 6 to 8.30 p.m. We want to encourage you to dress up in fun and family-friendly costumes that there's going to be kids running around having a blast. So come on out and and check that out. Yeah, it's always cool. My family's had a fun game of the years, always doing a theme dress-up. So we're going to do Descendants 3 this year, which Descendants is just popping hot for all the young kids. We've done Mario. We've done Frozen. We've done different things, superheroes. And so... So tell me that. I, I speak a little because I have a, I have a six-year-old daughter. Yeah. This is for Nick out there. Nick is in the oh, studio yeah. with us. Our studio engineer, all right? Yeah. Our, our producer. He he is the Dr. Dre to Morning Breath. Yeah. Um, who, who are you going to be? I'm going to be King Ben. You're going to be King Ben. Yeah, Emery's going to be Mal, and then we've got the rest of them all all set up so okay we've been having fun you know it would be cool kind of punk leather combat boot style that's cool all the kids are gonna like it i think and so it keeps me young and it keeps the whole family i even have a 15 year old is he's into it you know that's cool i know we um 
We we almost went. And Avery is going to go Descendants this cool. year. My my six year old, but she was on the line. Was did she want to go Descendants or did she want to be Moana? And then I would dress up as Maui. Oh yeah, bro, we you would, kill it for we Maui. Would, yes, I look Got like them guns. <laughs> very boxy and brown. That describes me <laughs> and Maui. So. Um, but um, yeah, we're looking forward to family fun night. But yeah. we have some other cool stuff. We got a first Wednesday coming up, which that's the first Wednesday of every month at our Merritt Island location. We wound up um, usually either doing a night of worship where we just man, we just worship God with every, everything we got. This one coming up, we got a really cool guest speaker, Todd Mullins. If you know who that is, um, he'll be in joining us. He's a, a friend. He's part of the family here at church. He's the the senior pastor of of his church, Christ Fellowship, which is down in Fort Lauderdale, West Palm area, and it's incredible. It's like it's a church of about twenty five thousand people. It's cool, like. John Maxwell goes there, some other people that are, you know, very prominent. It's a great church that they've been an incredible blessing to East Coast, and we can't wait to have them. The other cool thing, too, is that we offer food trucks on that first Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So show up early. Food trucks are there by 5, 5.30, and you can come and have a meal out front and hang out. We also do a special dessert after party. So when you come, we get done, you can go out. There's usually either cupcakes, donuts, cookies, ice cream, something like that, and it just really builds more community. We try to wait for the cooler season. So spring and fall, we do those. And so, Not going to lie. Um, Todd Mullins, Pastor Todd Mullins, John Maxwell, those are all great. But you had me at donuts. Yeah, come on. I was in. My, my kids especially, <laughs> too. They're rushing to get over there. Speaking of stuff that's different, man, we yeah. have Metal Church. If you're not aware, come on. Uh, metal Church is, is our it's our outreach to the heavy metal community. And, and they put on heavy metal music. And then a message is preached. And the heavy metal music is, is done by believers and it's just a, a really fun and crazy way to get cool. the gospel into into a culture of people that you maybe not expect Jesus to show up inside of and it's really radical. Yeah, it's gonna, and it's their 3-year anniversary, yeah. which is super exciting. So it's going to be November 2nd, Metal Church. You can check our website for all the information. It's going to be at the Avenue Worship Center and you don't want to miss it. So metal is a genre I, I love. It, it varies so much between like 80s to to current like metalcore stuff, but they have an incredible band and it's something that's really neat for a different group of people we encourage you to either come or someone who you know would not like a normal church service but maybe into this say bro you got to go check out metal church totally and honestly i want to say this if you're not even a believer all right this this we don't do this just if you just love metal like go and if you're a musician go and talk to pastor kevin go and just show up and say hey i'd like to talk to pastor kevin yeah. and the connection will be amazing. It'll be absolutely amazing. Well, I'll tell you what, we got about 20-ish, something-ish, like 26 verses today. We're reading Genesis 4. We're going to continue in the book of Genesis with the uh, the rest of the team. And um, I believe, Pastor Christian, you're going to go first. Yep. And then um, you just read to, through verse 16, and I'll pick up on verse 17. And uh, let's do this. So I say to you, Pastor Christian, read, sir. Now, Adam had sexual relations with his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, with the Lord's help, I produce a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel in his gift, but he did not accept Cain in his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it 
and be its master. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, where's your brother? Where's Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you're cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you'll be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You've banished me from the land and from your presence. You've made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city, which he named Enoch, after his son. Enoch had a son named Irad. Irad became the father of Majulel. Majuel became the father of Methushel. Methushel became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was named Adah. The second was named Zilah. Ada gave birth to Jabal, who was the first of those who raised livestock and live in tents. His brother's name was Jubal, the first of all who play the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zyla, gave birth to a son named Tubal-Cain. He became an expert in forging of the bronze and iron tools of bronze and iron. Tubal-Cain had a sister named Naamah. One day, Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zyla, hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who has attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, the one who kills me will be punished 77 times. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. And she named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, at that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. Amen. Wow, what a cool chapter. There's a lot here. It's story it is. form. This yeah. is definitely a story form. This is written by Moses and um there's a lot going on here in this chapter that uh that I, I man, I tell you what Christian, you want to jump at this Yeah, first? sure, I'd love to. First off, man, I, I was blessed that on the first half of the chapter, I didn't have any of the crazy names. Right, I, I thought know. about that. You got them all loaded on the bottom half. And so for you guys out there that are reading the Bible, don't get hung up on that stuff. You know, sometimes the Bible, when you read it, you're not sure what's going on. You're like, who are these names and what is going on here? And that's why it's important. I personally use this and I teach it to the teenagers, to the kids and to all the churches that pray and ask the Lord to reveal the word to you before you read it. And you'll be shocked at what God will give revelation to is the the Bible. It teaches us that that's a rhema word. It's alive is that it comes alive to you. And there's different ways you can read it. You could literally open the Bible and treat it like a dictionary where you're just reading words and they're just like hitting your brain and bouncing off. 
or you can read it. And it happened to me all throughout this chapter where stuff that would seem insignificant starts popping. And that's what we encourage you to do with this Morning Breath Bible study is to really let God breathe onto it. And so there was a few things that popped out to me. One of the best is when God is having this conversation with with Cain and he's dialoguing. He's like, watch out because sin is crouching at the door. Is you got to be careful. Is this this dissentment or this issue that you've got with your brother of jealousy that out of that there's so many problems that start to to build up that he's like, be careful because it's going to come and it's going to get you. Is that you can be vigilant and steer clear of this when you know that pride, which was one of the very first problems that came with this, is he was. He was prideful and he was jealous of his brother who his sacrifice was accepted better. And then, you know, you look at him letting sin in there is that once it came in, this is the first brothers in history and one murders the other. And as a parent out there, I know you're in the same boat as me as I got three kids. I've got two boys, 15 and 13 and a daughter that's nine. And the reality is guys, they fight. Kids are going to fight. You know, my wife who is a incredibly sweet girls like why do you guys have to bicker and we joke around like the very first two brothers without video games without social media without any bad influence still fought and squabbled at times but yeah i can work it out like it's not like just the negative influence of our world is boys are gonna squabble and they're gonna do it but luckily i joke sometimes at least you guys aren't trying to kill each other with yeah, a rock. Come on. like is that you can get this thing figured out and get it it's just to know that it's going to happen, but God has got something better. And in this situation, God obviously did. He redeemed this situation in this family with bringing Seth, and he he fixed the situation. Even though sin came into the world, he had a better plan even from the very beginning. Come on. And that encourages me. Dude, I love that, man. That's a great point. I What really kind of like spoke out to me was Cain's response and, and what happened in this moment is such— so it's so epic. It's like Michael Bay should direct this yeah. this portion of, of the Bible. Because when God confronts Cain and Cain's response of like, am I my brother's, what we know historically, or what we know like over on the church is like, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. NLT here says, am I my brother's guardian? Yeah. You know, the blood is hit and God responds with the his blood cries out to me. Wow. And I, I know any of you that have kids, when a kid is crying out, to you that is all you can hear yeah that is stands out so much when someone is crying out so it's he's saying the blood is crying out to me and and Cain has this egotistical response of like hey am I his am I his guardian and it made me think about Jesus Jesus on the on the cross is the next time in all of history that we would see innocent blood truly innocent blood hit the ground and cry out to God Wow. But instead, instead what comes out of out of Jesus is, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. And we have to understand that when we look at Jesus, that he was 100% innocent of any sin and that he could have chosen anything to cry out on the cross. He could have said, wipe them all out. They're not worth it. He could have chosen anything, but he chose to declare in his most painful moment with his innocent blood hitting the ground, to say, forgive you, forgive me, and wipe clean the slate of every bit of what sin is doing to us. And that speaks out in my heart because the answer is, guess what? We are our brother's keeper. 
The answer is yes, because Jesus was our guardian when he didn't have to be. He was our keeper, not by a force of God, but by a choice of him in his own heart. And when I look at my fellow man, I think, yes, I am actually responsible for the outcome. And you even see that in the New Testament where he goes, hey, if you want to get the gist of this whole being a Christian thing, um, if you have two tunics and your brother has none, give him one. You know, hey, you know what? We want to do life. Let's do life. It's simple. Um, how about this? You love other people the way you love yourself. Yeah. People are like, well, I have self-image problems. Oh, okay, whatever. You, you love still, yourself. You feed yourself. You, you do. You love yourself. All right. All right. If you're American, you love yourself. All right. <laughs> Even if you hate yourself, it's probably because you love yourself so much you don't like what you see. Yeah. All right. So he's saying love other people like that. I know at last comment I stretched some people, but come on, let's dig into that. Let's love. Let's take ownership. Let's bless people because that is what our Savior does. Yeah. That's cool. There's another part that really stuck out to me is you're looking at Cain where he's, you know, committed the first murder. This is just atrocious. And even in that moment, he's saying to God, hey, I'm going to be so cursed. And in that moment, God already had grace for him. Mm -hmm. Is he saying, hey, I'm going to put a mark on you that's going to be able to protect you. And in this situation, I'm going to I'm gonna protect you and do it. And then you see where mm-hmm. someone, man takes it to the next level. He's I like, hey, say, yeah. Cain had seven times. I'm going to get 77. Let me just up this up even more. So broken, dude. Yeah, it's just like, I see what God did there. I'm going to change it and put it on even more. Like, come on, I see it. And that's where we start to stretch. And the other thing that I love about this chapter, and it's good for you to hear on the radio, because we know there's kids in the car listening to this, is that... This chapter's got a lot about sex, and that's okay, is the Bible is real, and it's authentic, and it is, in addition to a youth pastor, I'm also a kid's pastor, and it's better that when they get a little older at the right time, that people learn about sex from the Bible and from church and not from the world. I don't want my kids hearing it from their eighth grade gym room. They need to hear it from me before that and know that what God's plan for sex is. Mm -hmm. And also on the other side, the broken side of that. And that's what's good for if you're out there and you've not spent a lot of time reading the Bible or if you spend a lot of it is know that every answer you need is in the word. Is it seems far fetched sometimes in 2019 when you're thinking, how is this applicable when this was written so long ago to a different specific people and say, no, God's gonna make it real to you today. And we can learn everything we need to know about our relationships with marriage, about being a good brother, about being a parent. Everything is right there for us. I love that. Dude, that is such such a good point. And we, we need, especially, you know, I, I like to speak out to the to the fathers there too. We need to own that. We can't just be, you know, focused on our fishing and our golf game so much or our careers or whatever that we don't take time to, to do the the important things and yeah. that's you know, raise our children up in the way of the Lord. Um so I, I wanted to point something else too that about about uh Lamech, I believe it was Lamech that that um came over and yeah, Lamech and he says, Hey listen, Everybody come here and listen to me. I was attacked by a young man. I killed him. (laughs) Just like Cain, uh, seven times, guess what? 70 times seven if you come at me now. I have... There's so many broken things in this that it's like uh, in, I believe it's 1 John or 2 John, the second chapter, 16th verse, it says, you know, for these things are not of the world, for these things are of the world. And it says the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life for these things are of the world, not of the kingdom of heaven. And I feel like right now, this is exactly what the pride of life is. He's saying, you know what? I'm going to promote myself to a position where I can declare something because the father of the house at this time could declare something that would be 
for all the people. And oh, that's yeah. why when this Patriarch. happened, when, yeah, when sin happened with Adam, it went to all of the family. Yeah. Now, him doing this is moving himself to a position where he didn't belong. And he's declaring something out to cover up what he could have done. By doing this, no one could launch an investigation and say, who was this young man? What happened here? Who was this nameless young man yeah. with this man with the first time that we really see two wives, I believe? All right. Where did that come from? Yeah. Why is nobody saying whose son was that that he killed? There should have been so many more questions. But guess what? Pride, ego, and sin makes you want to cover hide, do crooked things, yep. cover them. And then when people challenge you, all of a sudden you're like, what the heck? What's with that person? Why is this? Why yeah. is that? And you get angry. You know, sometimes if you have anger issues, you really have a pride issue. Yeah. And you got to be careful. I promise you right now, if someone came to a good old Lamech here and been like, um, what's going on with this again? He'd be like, listen, I've declared it like, and, and laid out. If you're one of those people that just like to declare things and things are need to have need to be how you say my way I, or the highway my way or the yeah. highway great way yeah. yeah man i would say humble yourself a little bit yeah and and take a need of god and allow god to speak through you and through other people um in your life because you might wind up killing more things than you need to be killing in your life i love that and as dads i think it's a great example too you were speaking to the dads and fathers out there is that i try to set that tone for my kids i definitely don't get it right all the time but there's times where I unnecessarily blow up, I get frustrated, and I've tried to set a pattern to where I'll apologize to them and say, hey guys, that was unnecessary, will you forgive me? And to be able to model it for them, because we see in the Bible, when it's modeled right, you see the fruit of that as Joseph saw his father get you know, healing between his brother. Is here you got two brothers that were fighting, and they were able to get restored. And then Joseph, as a little boy, saw that and then was able to forgive his brothers because it was modeled correctly with healing, with restoration. And I want to encourage you dads out there as pride is so tricky. It comes in many, many forms. But when you allow it to keep you from accepting anybody speaking into your life, even like looking into your phone, what you're doing, what's going on, is that you need to lay that down and just have a humble spirit. The Bible says... Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due time. Is that pride comes before destruction, the haughtiness before the fall. Is Come that we've on. got to have that humble spirit that's teachable, and no matter what state you're in, and be willing to, to put yourself down and say, what do you want, God? What What's your best plan in this situation? Dude, that is so good. And I love because Cain didn't listen to God. Well, I don't love that. Um, but I noticed that because Cain didn't listen to God. And then when he came in and now look at the the punishment that that comes out um that that comes out to him is hey you're no longer going to be able to reap from the ground anymore yeah well his whole livelihood just got stripped from him and uh, even in the wording let me let me just pull this back i want to find it again here i was looking at it is um is the wording of it was even like wow uh Oh, yeah. It said, and then Cain left the Lord's presence. Oh, wow. He and, walked and away. Say, he walked away because he just, boom, he, the blood was on his hands. Yeah. He just got stripped of whatever whatever blessing he had as a farmer to, to do that. That's exactly what sin does to you. Yep. Sin causes you to to not excel where you're anointed. Hear me, where you're anointed. Wow. Not to say where you're good at, because unfortunately you can still make money and be sinning, yeah. all right? But more important than money is your purpose and your calling. And you know, sin will wind up killing parts of that. 
and then it'll cause you to have to want to leave the Lord's presence. Yeah. All right. Notice it didn't say that the Lord stormed off from Cain. Cain was the one that committed the crime. But that's what sin does for us. People are often like, you know, I feel like God's so distant from me. And sometimes I want to ask them, is there an area of your life where you're not turning it over to him, yep. where you're not giving it over you're to him, back. where you're pulling back? And I'm not saying you're murdering, you're lying, you're adultering, you're stealing. I'm not saying that. But sometimes we've allowed ourselves to grow numb. I've seen good-hearted people be upset because someone else got to preach at their church or someone else got to lead a worship song or someone else got a clap from the stage. And we never pick up on that stuff and say, hey, you know, God tugs on our heart and says, hey, you're you're causing death in an area of your heart, which I don't like, and you're becoming cold to me. So open your heart up to God. Allow him, search me, O Lord. Yeah. That's what David cried out, search me, O Lord. And I, say, I think we should cry that out today, too. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a moment. We're going to uh, hear a word from some people, and then we'll be right back, and Pastor Christian is going to close us out. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. East Coast Christian Center would like to invite you to join us on a 10-day Israel Bible study tour led by co-pastors Dan and Matt Staubaum. The trip will take place March 9th through the 18th, 2020. The total cost is $3,995. For more info or to register, sign up at eccc.us slash Israel trip. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131. And our website is eccuequipped.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. All right, welcome back, everybody. We read Genesis 4 today, and I tell you what, Pastor Christian has some wisdom he wants to drop out, so take it over, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Probably the biggest theme in this whole chapter to me is just 
You know, the protection of God against Cain, even in his idiocy, you know, of being the first murderer to be able to kill his brother. And he figured he was doomed. He's thinking, hey, there's no place for me to go. This is going to be terrible. But God says, I'm going to put a mark on you that's going to protect you. And I want to encourage those out there on the radio that feel like you've blown it. You know, many of us have screwed up in life. And Pastor David and I both have a story of just messing up as young guys and God being able to redeem it. You know, for me, it's over 20 years ago now. So half of my life ago, even more, I'm on the other side of that. But I'm not going to let that define who I am and the plan that God has for me is he's got something so much bigger for me and he does for you too. And don't let those mistakes mark you Come on, is that he's got a bigger plan. Absolutely. And I love that. And it comes with trust. It comes with saying, hey, you know what? It's not me. It's not about me. So we lower our pride and we just walk in faith. We become childlike and we walk in faith. It's it's super powerful whenever we're able to let go of stuff. I find that I get the most peace in my life when I control the least amount of Come things. On. My finances, that's that's my heavenly father's job to provide for me. He he is he is the provider. My yep. health that I can once again I can I can steward well, but it comes in essence of I walk in his will because I operate in his ways, and that is a trust relationship. So, may I tell you what, if you guys are just joining the last second, we did Genesis 4 today. Love doing the show with you, Pastor Christian. Um, we're going to see you guys next time. Take right, it easy. great. See you. Have a great day, guys. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.